Welcome to Ideas Above Our Station. <laughs> Hang on, when did we technically start? When I say welcome to Ideas Above Our Station. Oh, okay, so we started now. Yeah. Okay, fine, go on. Well, do I'll it again. Do, do that again, then. Do it again. Welcome. Just make sure you do it properly this time. <laughs> well, I'm listening. <laughs> go on. Welcome to Ideas Above Our Station with Paddy Arrigan and Matt Bell. Hello, oh, Matt. Hello, Paddy. How are you? Not too bad, thank you. How are you? Good. I'm already giggling. We're already, <laughs> we're already like small children because we realised we were talking for five minutes and it was all solid gold that yeah. you'll never hear. Oh, well. Fuck them. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, you <laughs> bastards. Um, anyway, sorry. Sorry. That's we don't nice. mean to call you bastards. No. In fact, you're all lovely. People have downloaded and everything. Yeah. And great. the thing is, although we keep doing this, because we, we, we kept saying, especially in the first episodes, it's just for us. We don't care if no one listens. We so fucking care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> <don't> absolutely. <laughs> that was just a defence mechanism for if anyone actually doesn't listen. So it's fine. It doesn't yeah. matter. Whatever. Well, it's just for us. It's yeah. fine. But it's cool that people are listening, and thank you all for listening. And like, someone in Singapore is listening. My, my, one of my best mates, Dan, he listens. And That's cool. Yeah, people in Manchester listen, and yeah, it's all good. If you do want to get in contact, uh, the basic box and email address uh, for you to get in touch with us at this podcast is mattandpaddy at gmail.com. Matt with two T's and Paddy with two D's. Hey, hey. that's almost a fucking jingle, that is. <laughs> Um, sorry, I was just going on our email to check if there were any emails. No one's emailed. <laughs> there aren't any emails. Apart from the iTunes shot. store. The iTunes store. Just two of them. Thank the you email iTunes. is so young yet, we we haven't even got any emails about Viagra yet or, or <laughs> free true. porn. That's how, that's how virginial our email address is. <laughs> anyway. Virginial. Virginial, yeah. I enjoy that. It's quite a good word. It is, yeah. yeah. Anyway, what's our theme for today? Our theme today, we had three. We picked two of them out of a hat. We did. Um, for the next couple of podcasts. So this one, this is the first idea that I've brought to the table. The, the Finally. podcast table, yeah. Five episodes. Got to uh, gotta, gotta save the good stuff up, haven't you, Matt? <laughs> get the shit out of the way first and then get into the stride. Although before the podcast you described, this is the mid-season lull. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, it's just like lost, you know, the, after like the first bit of like, oh, resol- resolving a cliffhanger from the previous series, the first maybe the next five or six episodes are just a bit dry. It's very true. Very true. So we need, we need to book the trend. We do. We need to have a stonker. Although although technically, as our podcast is an eternal podcast, which means there would be never a lull. Yeah. Because it lasts forever. Yeah, there's no middle. There's no end. Yeah. There's no end. <laughs> That's what the podcast should be. I need to buy our station. There's no end. <laughs> Anyway, once you're in it, you're in it for life. That this is, is true. It. Yeah, yeah. You'll never, you'll never let us go. Lifetime commitment. Anyway, our theme this week is, is the movies. Right. Sort so, of what do you mean by that? In, we, we have already covered like films. So, what do you mean? We have. Well, I mean, sort of the idea. Have we covered of, films actually? I'm I don't think sure. we have. You know. Oh right. Okay. Well, there you go. That's the one. But um, I think this. I think we'll get onto films. Mm. I presume. But more the sort of the idea of going to the cinema. Okay. Going to the movies, as yeah. it would be in the golden age of Hollywood, and. Having an exciting time. This sort of got brought up because I watched Heston's second impossible challenge that he's doing. Oh, which yeah. Which was to go change the food, as obviously we've done Heston already, that's fine. Yeah. But he did the food of Cineworld, okay. is what he went and did. And did really cool things. He did, uh, obviously, I know your opinions, but he did a hot dog with the sauce on the inside. Oh, and yeah, And he did yeah, yeah. Uh, flavoured ice cream. Anyway, loads of things. Yeah. But he did I... deep fried llama with sherbet as well. No, because that wouldn't be good in the cinema, would no, it? Well, you never know. Too noisy. No, yeah. But, yeah, but look, I, I worked in the cinema for like six months in okay. the, and the, the stuff they, they sell, crisps, toffee popcorn, which is inherently crunchy, nachos. Um, a word of advice, if you're a fan of nachos at cinema, never, ever get the cheese with the nachos. No, I think that's a... I think that's preaching to the converted. Yeah. Fair enough. Because you know how it's like all hot and liquidy when you get it done, when you get when you get it served to you. It's liquidy in the fridge. 
<laughs> so the, the heating process is sort of irrelevant. Yeah, it's, just, it's already it's still gloopy. Just gloopy cheese. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. Fair it's enough. rank. Well, there you go. So never um, ever get the cheese. But it, made, it did make me think, the show made me think, and what he tried to do was bring back the kind of magic of going to the cinema. Yeah. And we actually did this. We covered, because I, I said one of my earliest memories of the centre of Leeds was going to the cinema by myself. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I always remember going to the cinema by yourself with parents. You go to the cinema and you get the popcorn and you get a massive drink, which looked massive when you were a kid and now you're an adult, you realise it's still fucking massive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, and I always remember it being such a great experience. Mm. And I'm not suggesting that the film was secondary to that, but as a kid... The experience of going. It was a whole thing, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It was a great thing. Well, do you know, um, cinemas actually, they, they, their only source of profit is from the, the snacks themselves. Yeah, no, they don't make any. They yeah. don't make any money from the tickets unless something's been in, in the cinema for a number of weeks. In fact, here's something quite sad and interesting, but I think it's interesting anyway. You know when the big films come out, like Harry Potter and things like that, the box office, the the company, some companies will will normally ask for you know for the first week one hundred percent of all the profits from the from the box office. So then obviously all the money that is paid goes to to the film company. Um, then the week after that they'll maybe drop a percentage down or blah blah blah, blah things like that until until um, you know until the the cinema starts getting a bit of a profit back from the tickets because the the film has been in there for a while. However, with some big films like for example the Harry Potters. Uh, the film company actually asked for 110 percent of the profits, so you the the cinemas actually have to give them all the money from the box office plus 10 percent of their own money from that they make from the pop from the popcorn and stuff, and that's how they try that's how they bump up their their profits for the actual film. It's that weird thing as well because obviously films, uh, I I can't think of the film now. I can't think of which film it is. Oh, Kevin Smith. Sorry, he's currently making a film called Red State, which is a horror film. Right. Kevin Will Smith it be as shit as the director. cop when he did? Um, no, apparently it's really good. People that have seen screenings of it said oh, okay. it's pretty good. Um, but what he's doing is he sold it He sold it to himself for a dollar, is what he's done. It cost five It cost five million dollars to make okay. the film. And if it was going to go on a big... on a, then this, is just, this is just in the US alone. If it was going to get put out, it's put out into like sort of a few hundred thousand however many cinemas yeah however many it is uh if it was gonna get put out and sort of distributed and marketed properly and things like that it would have to make 45 million dollars at the cinema to break even Ooh. after the cost of marketing yeah, and yeah, public- yeah. publicizing it and things like that yeah so what he's only sold itself sold it to himself for a dollar and he's literally driving around the state selling it to selling copies of it to cinemas for what they can afford. That's what he's going to do with it, which I think is brilliant. Mm. I think regardless of your opinion on Kevin Smith and Kevin Smith films, that's a fucking good idea. It is a great idea, um, yeah, yeah. But, and that's just an insane statistic. Mm. You have to make 400%. I don't know whether that's with all films. I I heard that most like blockbusters and that kind of thing have to make double what they cost. It's so much to... more. It, I mean, that's <laughs> that kind of that's sort of true, but actually it's more... And because you're taking things like profit share from actors and things like that, and it's yeah. just... It's just such an, and this is this is goes back to my thing about the movies is that from a sort of a consumer's point of view, I still love going to the cinema and I do it regularly and I go by myself. People, that's weird. I just couldn't give a shit. No, no, fine. There's lots of good films and I want to see them. And I've and got you no haven't friends. Got no friends. Um, I've not got friends with good film taste or something. No, I have, <laughs> I have, I have, because they might be listening. Um, but it's that thing, and I just love the cinema and I love seeing a film in the cinema. I mean, it's interesting. The thing about sort of downloading movies for me is that. On a moral level, I find I'm kind of ambivalent against it. It's okay. like I can understand if you can't afford to see a film or if it's not coming out or if yeah. you just want to see a film and can't afford to go. Yeah. But for me, the exciting thing is being in the cinema. Yeah. And seeing a film on a massive screen. I agree. And I've had I've, 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 I've had that magic kind of ruined for me, though, having worked in the cinema. 
seeing it. My, one of my favorite things about going to cinema are the trailers. That's all I'm bothered about. I love, you know, I almost would go see two hours worth of trailers for <laughs> films coming out because I like I like the whole thing. You know, you sat with someone. Well, I would be sat with someone because I have friends that I go to the cinema with, yeah. unlike some. Uh, and I would just, you know, we sat like, sitting next to each other and just, you know, see a trailer and go, that looks amazing. Oh, that looks shit. And it's just, I like that, like, moments of judging, you know what I mean? I did one shout out in the cinema after a trailer. I can't remember what I was going to see, but the trailer was for a high school musical. And uh, I shouted out much louder than my natural embarrassment would usually allow me. I shouted out, I'd rather have syphilis than see that. <laughs> so I've got a mini round of applause from the cinema. It was one of the proudest moments of my life. I got a little round Brilliant. of applause from the cinema. Sorry, carry on. It's no, story. it's fine. Actually, see, I've never done anything like a shout out at the cinema before. I've never done that. Uh, although um, when I was working in one, it was quite cute because um, uh, there was some Shrek film out, Shrek Twelve, <laughs> whatever, and uh, it was it was like a Saturday matinee performance. So there were all the all the kids were there, and it was obviously three D. So there was a moment when when the, when like uh, you know a still came on the screen saying, "Please put your three D glasses on now." And then the, the, you could you hear everyone rustling and putting them on. And then you heard this little girl just say, "Wow, Daddy, the glasses are coming out at me!" And it was just so sweet. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I mean, it's funny actually. Just going back to the thing you never shouted out in the cinema. I really, um, I've had. I mean, I, I, I've had films. This is this is such a cliche, but it's true. But I have had films ruined by other audience members. Okay, and I'm sure everyone's had that when someone just won't shut up for the film or whatever. And I'm sort of, if I'm with other people, I tend not to say something because I feel like I'm embarrassing the people that I'm with. But if I'm ever by myself in the cinema, I, 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 I will say something if people are talking or texting. Ooh. And it's and it's it's the only area of my life in which I'm ever brave. Yeah, think, yeah, you know. Because I'd never tell <laughs> someone. you're oh, brave you... and it's in the dark where yeah, no one can see yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you pushed into me at the bar, but you look quite drunk, so that's fine. Like, it's never sort of like that, but in the cinema, shut up, we've all paid a bloody fortune to come and see this film. I'm going to enjoy it. One of my favourite ever comments, well, you keep sniffing, is it, have, have, I, have I farted or something? No, I've just got a bit of a cold and I've oh, got right, to okay. blow my nose before we get That's fine. I yeah. might leave you to talk and go and blow my nose. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, one of my favourite ever comments I've ever heard in my life came from when I was in the cinema. Me and my mate were seeing Snakes on a Plane. That quality, opening, that quality film. film with Samuel L. Jackson saying, I've had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. But before he gets on the plane, there's like a montage of like a beach with all these, you know, bikini clad ladies and things. And um, these guys were sat behind me. And there was a shot of these of, of these of these like really buff men playing fo- playing volleyball. And one of them happened to have rather a big chin. And so the guy just goes to his mate and goes, Whoa, look at that chin. Chins on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> which which just made me piss myself and then just for the rest of the film I just couldn't me and my were just giggling at that when I, I I love that comment. The only that that is that's only there's another thing that happened which another funny comment which I which I did enjoy just for its you know when someone just says something that just sums up a, a, a situation so beautifully. There was a trailer for it was gonna. It was some rom com with Jennifer Hudson or whatever the fuck they're called. You know, all these. You know, these standard women things. Uh, standard women people. You know, yeah. these people with vaginas. These standard women. You know, um, no, but you know what I mean. These like shitty. These shit actresses that do nothing but rom coms. Um, and quite like Jennifer Hudson, but carry on. Is it Jennifer? I don't know who. You know what I mean. Jennifer Aniston. You know, uh, fucking Jennifer. Lip, you know, all they're all they're all, all called the Jennifer. Jennifers. All the Jennifers. And they're all shit. <laughs> anyway, um, and they and. There was a trailer for this new film. It might have even been made in Manhattan. There you go. And after the trailer ended, and like in the pause between the next trailer happening, I heard this guy just say, 
No. <laughs> That's good. That's the most emphatic comment ever you need about a trailer. Yeah, That's I like brilliant. That. I'm using that. Yeah. I'm using that. I might go some in the afternoon just to use that. Just to after a trailer. No. No, thank you. I'm fine. Um, <laughs> brilliant. Yeah, I That's love good. that. I like... Um, do you ever get... I like another bit in the cinemas that I really like. And this is... I'm quite a, a person who enjoys kind of social awkwardness and things like that. Okay. So I think this is a little bit of that. Right. Sort of, because I've had people tell me this is weird. But if you get something that just you seem to have enjoyed in a comedy, so it's kind of just you laughing, or if there's a moment that wait, that just you feel that you've got something, I find those moments really special in a film. Right. Because it's like the film's talking to you. Okay. But particularly in comedies, if there's something that just you are laughing at, I really enjoy that. If it's just me laughing, but there's it's, there's two things. One, it's slightly embarrassing for if I'm with someone. Yeah. Or if I'm by myself, it's embarrassing for everybody else because mm. it's a madman laughing by himself on the back row. Yeah, yeah. And you also think, oh, I got that. You didn't. Superiority. See, I I I have had that sometimes, but then when I've, I think it just comes across to me being a bit pretentious <laughs> because it's like, oh no, this is a joke about video form, or whatever. You know, what film has ever had a joke? I about don't radio know. 4? There's been loads. Either know um probably i, I, I do remember Fuzz actually i do remember uh, independence they had that great gag about money box so uh <laughs> and Jurassic park had that joke about points of view it did yeah it was brilliant um <laughs> just no, we're, we're both thinking of more radio <laughs> film puns stop it stop it carry on um anyway surely wall street would have had the money box uh, yes yeah damn exactly, it. exactly yeah independence day not independence day no. independence day would have been letters from america there you go there you go we're just coming up stop with us. more radio four puns related to films now Shall we move on? Well, that's the end of this week's podcast. Thanks very much for uh, listening. When we get into point, we have talked about doing one episode entirely on euphemism. So we that, did. Was, that was as close as we got. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, let's move on. Well, uh, we were talking about something then. I can't even fucking remember what it was. Well, like the movies, surely. Yeah. yeah no. 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 But there was something more specific. You to think it. we've left something? No. No. You no. no I, well, no, I was on a roll talking about something, and then we got into Radio Four pun territory, and I couldn't oh, really you're talking about about. I don't know. Brilliant. <laughs> there we go. Can we edit this bit? Yeah, I think this is fine. <laughs> okay. I think carry on. I think press on. Okay. No messing. Keep so, calm and carry on. Most um, enjoyable. Not not right. Question because we usually do questions for me, but it's my topic. So question for you. Okay. Not necessarily best film okay. or favorite film, but best but experience. Sort of best cinema experience. Probably when I saw Toy Story three, because it was when I was working at the cinema and they did a screening for the people who work there. So we all kind of went at about 10 o'clock at night and it was about four days before it properly came out. Cool. And it was in 3D and everything and it was in the IMAX and, you know, we all got to see it and it was just, we were all buzzing to see it. And I'd already told them that I'd cried it up and stuff. So they were all like, oh, are you crying yet, Matt? And it was all kind of nice. So it was, that was, so yeah, that was probably my most enjoyable just because A, it was free, B, it was incredibly exclusive and yeah, that's why it's a good I think, film. and it's a great film as well. I can't see three D films. It's very upsetting. Has this, why? Has this come out between? No, the two? Uh, I had an operation on it. I had a squint when I was born. Did when you? I was three years old, I had an operation on my left eye, and that's left me without good depth perception. Ah, oh. this always freaks people out. This bit, I can choose which eye to look out of. What do you mean? One eye is always more focused w- than the more other, working better than the all other. Right, all right, and I can choose. Right, so right. currently, I'm looking at you out of my right eye. Okay, now it's my left eye. Right, 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 ch- right. When I when I click my fingers, chop and change, so I can see if I can notice the difference. This is I might, great. Well, I, I might radio. have to blink and stuff, so That's you will fine. notice the difference. Okay, right. right. I'm, I'm, let me. Right, okay. I'm just working out where I am. Right, right, right eye at the moment. Right, okay. Oh, that's weird. I can tell because like your eyes like flicker a little bit. Yeah, there you go. That's really weird. Um, so when you go see three D films, do you just put the glasses on, but you can't tell depth? 
Um, no, well, in, in the old style, when it was, you know, the red and blue glasses. Yeah. Um, nothing. Just see the film. <laughs> just see either all red or all blue. Right. I'll take them off and see it blurry in red and blue lines. Okay. With the new one, you just it, with with the glasses off. Obviously, it's it's whatever you see. You know, it's kind of fuzzy, isn't it? Mm. And it does just doesn't work without the glasses. No. With the glasses on, it's kind of half and half. If I depending on which I am using, okay. I kind of see half an image well, half not. So That's it just really doesn't. Um, there is I can't remember what the word for it is. There is a word for it's actually. Surely, a thing, if you so. uh, yeah, obviously, and actually, I was about to say something stupid. Surely, if you close your left eye, you'd be able to see three D, but yeah, you need both you need eyes. Both eyes to, yeah, yeah. Um, That's so interesting. Yeah, so it's, it's, do it you was, feel like you're missing out? I don't. I didn't. Then I got a girlfriend who wants to see three D films, and I do a little bit. Uh, However, as a wish, I was a filmmaker sort of person, and also a person who considers three D to be something of a fad. Yeah. Um, I don't feel nothing, uh, with the exception of Toy Story. Nothing has come out in the cinema yet that I've been really wanted to see in okay. 3D. There's nothing that's really made me wish I could see 3D. Mm-hmm. Without Toy Story, there are however, 2D versions. yeah. However, I, Mark Kermode said that he saw Toy Story in 3D and thought it was great. Went and saw it in 2D and thought it was perfect. Mm. So yeah, know, the cl- colors were brighter and the images were sharper. The image is like definitely. Um, uh, Christopher Nolan talks about it because he's not a fan of 3D. No. Um, Inception was meant to be massively in 3D and he kind of stamped his foot and said no. But on the request that the next Batman film will be in 3D, he, that, he, he's more of an IMAX fan. Yeah, no, and I, and I have seen I've seen films in the IMAX. Although the IMAX in Bradford is is a bit pants because the seats are so close together. Right, um, which is the nearest IMAX cinema. You should right? get over to the Manchester one. The Manchester one, I've been, I yeah, the Manchester one is great. Amazing. Um, and I do love. Uh, in fact, this is going to be my my personal. Um, cinema experience. What is your cin- favourite cinema experience, Patty? Um And it's a film that I really enjoy, but I don't think it's, I don't think it's amazing. Um, it's Star Trek, the new Star Trek film that okay. did, and I saw that at the IMAX in Bradford. Wow. and thought it was fucking stunning. Yeah, like, it's just. I massive. bet that looks great on the just, IMAX. I mean, to the point of because the, in the film they have sometimes they have um, the title of the planet that you're on for the first sort of ten minutes, so you know mm. where you are in the top left corner, and it, it's that big to the point you have, they have to look, you have to move, <laughs> your, have change the direction of your gaze to see a yeah. bit of the film, which I think is brilliant. I love IMAX. Actually. What I, I don't IMAX. understand is um, with IMAXs as well, and generally with films, with, with cinemas as anyway, um, is when the, people think the best seats are at the back. But for me, you're further away from the screen, so you may as well be watching TV. And I'm like, surely you want to be closer. Not like right at the front, but you want to be like at least in the middle. Middle to, to front. That's where you want to be. Because the whole point of it is meant to be like, it's massive. You don't want to be further away. No, that's very true. And I especially mean, with the IMAX, because part of the fun is is having to actually, you know, move your head left and right to see everything. That's kind of part of the fun yeah, of it, definitely. I think. No, I definitely or, agree. I... Or have it so it's just completely covering your perception. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's only sort of your peripheral vision that's not on the film. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I always go for a middle, a middle aisle. <laughs> so I always go for a middle aisle, like an aisle, good aisle seat. Anyway, really? That's that's more information than people needed. I feel. <laughs> Least favorite cinema experience. Oh, there's been too many. Like I went to go see Drive Angry the other week. That was shit. But not just because yeah. of the film, but oh. actually uh, the Social Network. When I went to go see that, just because of a lot of chavs running around, and I was like, "This is a really good film, and you're ruining it for oh, me." Oh no, they'd gone because this was the Facebook movie. Probably <laughs> that's what it was. I remember sitting in the cinema and judging people coming in, going, "Okay, you've heard of David Fincher, you've heard of Aaron Sorkin, you've heard of da- you just judged on Facebook. <laughs> you've heard of <laughs> yeah. da- <laughs> sort of like it was a. Do, do you know? I enjoyed that film immensely. I think I genuinely think it's brilliant. The weird thing for me was afterwards, what did I do when I got back home? <laughs> I went on Facebook and said, just saw the social network, it's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's just weird, compl- yeah. yeah, but it's just like shit, it really it ends, has taken over I don't my think life. This is, this is ruining, but it ends with uh, Jesse Eisenberg sitting, sorry, Refresh. Mark Zuckerberg yeah. sitting, refreshing. Yeah. Which is something we can all identify uh, yeah, with. Absolutely. Have a bold Sunday yeah. sitting on Facebook. Oh, my, I, have you ever walked out of a film? I've walked out of. 
fucked up two films. I always feel bad because it's like, oh, I've paid. I should sort of stick it out. I, I, um, I, I seem to remember that I have, but I can't remember for what film it was. I've definitely it. walked out of one film. I've never walked out of the theatre, but I've walked out of a yeah. film. Oh, I can't remember what it was. Tell me about yours. I'd taken, well, the first one was I'd taken my niece to see Garfield uh. when it came out, and we both hated it. And she right. was 12, 11, <laughs> and we both were she, to the point of she was bored, and so it was easier to leave. Yeah. Um, and then the film that I walked out of that I went to see by myself, and I don't know why I went to this film, because I didn't really like the first one, but I went to see Meet the Fockers. Oh. Um, which I'd really, I presume I was bored and that was what was on at the time. Right, yeah, yeah. And it still wasn't enough <laughs> of a reason to stay in the cinema having yeah. paid my four odd pounds. Yeah. But um, I, I do always feel not guilty for move, walk, get, get, walking out of the cinema, but sort of bad for myself. It's like, well, I've wasted my money. Mm, it is a bit of a waste, isn't it? <laughs> and you can't really... I, I, I wish... I think it would make Hollywood a lot more interesting if you could if you could put in a like a genuine claim for a shit <laughs> film. film. Is that like, I want my money back because that film was horrendous. See what I have had. I can't remember what film it was, but it was a film I was hating in the cinema, and the projector broke about ten minutes before the end. Ah, brilliant! So we all got a refund. Yeah, yeah, yeah. brilliant, yeah. perfect. <laughs> sure, shit film got paid back for it. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. That would make Hollywood a lot more interesting if you if it, and it, and it would make them think more about films that they put out. Would if, I really if they could genuinely if you put in like a genuine claim of why this film is terrible, yeah, no, why? Like, I hated it. I want my money back. It's like performance pay for footballers, isn't it? It's the same sort of thing. Performance pay for Hollywood studios. Absolutely, yeah. People would be shitting themselves. They would. I think that'd be great. I'd put in a. I'd put in a claim for most of the films. No, I wouldn't actually. To be fair, (laughs) that's the thing because it's a sort of scheme that could get ruined. Yeah. But you know. If anyone did it for Inception, for example, they would just get their face slapped. (laughs) That's what happens. Don't be a dick. This film's amazing. Fuck off. Do you? Here's the thing. I always find about. There's a, there's a, there's a there's a huge difference between going to the cinema and going to the theatre. Okay. A, a the price. Yeah. Because as expensive as the cinema is, the theatre is more expensive. Yeah. On the whole, can do you know be. what I mean? Can can be, certainly yeah. can be. If it's, um, but but they're seen as such a different thing. Whereas theatre, I think, in the in in an overall perception, is seen as something that's more difficult and more less accessible. Mm. And I think I don't know that's wrong to say less accessible than the cinema is well it is yeah why do you think that is i think it's because um at least with a cinema you know you you made the effort to go to the cinema fine you're there you know you're, you're with a lot of other people fine however there is scope for getting up and leaving you are watching you are not watching real people you are watching a screen and that difference i think is massive because if you're thinking this film is shit, you can lean over to your friend and say, "This is crap," and they can go, "Yeah, it is." And you're not gonna, you know, you're not, you're not saying it about the person. You're saying it about the screen that's yeah. in front of you. There is no human connection. So, I also think um, cinema and theatre are completely different in terms of you know, cinema. Yeah, you know, theatre. The, there's no editing. Yeah, there's no editing in theatre, so it, it's a it's it's a longer process. You know, some people will some. You know, there will be some films where people will be like, "It was a bit dull. There wasn't much going on." And then people think, "Well, that'll make quite a good play." Then, yeah, so, yeah. Well, no, 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 it wouldn't. No, I know but what you, mean. you know what I mean. So there's a lot of that. I mean, I almost, I sort of, I mean, I sort of. As soon as the second I asked that question, I sort of regret it because they are so different, that difficult to compare. Yeah, as kind of mediums. But I find it more interesting in terms of the amount, the the the, the sorts of people that go to the cinema and also what they wear. Because I'm I'm one that you know, if you go, to, you know, you you may as well go to the cinema in your pajamas in terms of the you know, you know, you know. Yeah. No, yeah, no one enough. dresses up that's to go enough. to the cinema, whereas in the theatre, you know, you will get people who will dress up and go. Now, I'm one that stoically doesn't dress up for the for the theatre unless I'm going with someone, you know, to make an impression. <laughs> um, you know, if I'm going with like a couple of mates, I will go in the in the garb that I will wear to the cinema, 
and it pisses my parents off sometimes. You know, they've taken me to the theatre before, and I've gone in like jeans and a hoodie. It's like, why are you not dressed up? I was like, because we're only going to the theatre. Yeah, we're not going out. It's yeah. This is this is the same. And, and you know, me getting a bit self righteous doing drama A levels. Like, this is important. You should not have to dress up for the theatre. You know, <laughs> it's not it's not a poncy thing. You know, um, but yeah. So I find that really. I mean, and I don't mind if people want to dress up for the theatre. That's fine. They do what they like. But I personally don't feel you you should do do you dress up no i don't and i completely agree okay. i don't see that you should and i also think i think that's that i think that's a, I, I think the sort of the uh the class thing is a massive part of why people may feel it's less accessible mm. you just know that in and this is a massive unfair generalization but we're recording this in seacroft and to be honest in seacroft the majority of people would not go to the theater no and that's not a slight on them no and i think it's more of a slight on theaters and accessibility it's exactly yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's exactly what and, it is. and there is a massive problem that, that cinema is seen as just you just go to the cinema and see a film i also think on the flip side of that there's also the problem of quality yeah, I would completely agree. Is that the ratio of good to bad films, you know, there's a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah, there is. Really great films are hard to come by. Yeah. Theatre's a lot more self-selecting mm. in the sense of if something's not doing well, it will stop getting shown. Yeah, you know? although, um, see, I, I, I actually thought you were going to go down a different tack here. Oh, really? Yeah. Theatre in London, amazing. Theatre in Leeds, mm. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's, that's a fair what, point. And yeah. Whereas, you know, if a film comes out in Hollywood that everyone's raving about, you will be able to see it within a two-mile radius of your house in the cinema. People are going on about this Frankenstein play in London. I want to see it so badly it hurts. But it's in London, and it probably won't tour. And if it does tour, it, will, it won't have the main actors in it because they'll be not wanting to tour. So you, And it will cost 40 quid at the Lowry to see it. Yeah. No, so you're you mean, not yeah. going to get the same experience. So in that sense, there's a problem with theatre. And, yeah. that's, and, and it's just not as immediate as cinema is. That's very true. And I think as a medium as well, I think there's that sort of thing about, about imagination as well as part of the theatre thing. It's about going there and sort of opening... I really hate the phrase opening your mind. But it kind of is. <laughs> yeah. It's that sort of thing of going sort of just sort of allowing... Yeah. Sort of suspending disbelief, isn't it, the theatre? Yeah. Is what it's about. Whereas the cinema, everything's kind of given to you. Yeah. And I speak as a massive fan of the cinema. In fact, I speak as someone who probably enjoys the cinema more than the theatre. Mm-hmm. I, I think... I think I do. In fact, I know I do, actually. I definitely enjoy going to the cinema more than the theatre. Okay. However, I think that theatre theatre does need to change. I think it could learn from cinema. I'm not talking about nachos. But I think... <laughs> oh, do you not think, think it would be great <laughs> to get like a large popcorn they drink and hear them slurping the ice and like downing the ice in the, in, in, in a, in a, uh, a theatre? I think that'd be amazing. I think if Richard Griffiths is going to tell people off for having their phone, he's going to go ape shit on nachos. <laughs> yeah, oh God. There's the title yeah. of the podcast. What? Richard Griffiths goes ape shit on nachos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also think wouldn't it wouldn't it be amazing though with if in the theatre if they had trailers at the start so you had actors <laughs> coming on doing like coming up soon and then you, and then people could get up and go no <laughs> <laughs> you got a soliloquy from Hamlet just <laughs> yeah. before whatever you were about to say what a great way what a great that would brilliant. be amazing I, you know, as much as I'm joking about that that would be fucking be brilliant if, if they could do sort of five minutes of the next play that that theatre company or that yeah. that theatre that theatre was putting on. Yeah, that's a great idea. Or, or if, and you know, or then and then you get some trailers where you just be like, no. Yeah. And then you know, there's some you know, a guy dressed in black would come on and just go, I am man, and then do like start doing like expressionist dancing. I'd be like, oh fuck off, <laughs> not gonna watch that. No, not, that's inter- true. not interested. It's because you could no, because you could have you know, sort of a trailer for the new Alan Bennett, which would just be someone sitting in an armchair talking five minutes. I remember. Um, yeah, just, yeah, people remembering. <laughs> and then you know, you could have like the cast of Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia come out. Yeah, and get shot. But that's that's besides the point. <laughs> really 
I think that'd be brilliant. What a way to get theatre properly interactive as well. Theatre trailers. In fact, why don't we just go the whole hog and have a tweet, a Twitter feed and people can comment on what's <laughs> going on at the moment and say, oh, this bit looks good. <laughs> She's fit. Lol. You know? Theatre Twitter. Theatre so Twitter. So you sit with a little screen in the back of the headrest in front of you. <laughs> yeah. Touch screen. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Yeah. Welcome to Improving Theatre. <laughs> yeah. With Pat and Maddie. If you've got any ideas, please email us at yeah. mattonpaddy at gmail.com. Very true indeed. Yeah. Um, well, that's taken us to half an hour. Oh, okay. Which right. is very good for us. That's good. that's about our length. And again, we've completely kept on the topic to an yeah. extent. Well, yeah. I mean, we sort of moved to it. It was still going out and watching something, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, good. if you've got any comments, uh, no topic is ever closed. If we can remember talking about it, we'll talk about it again. <laughs> that's all I'll say. I don't, I don't know if I remember the previous four episodes, but if you bring it up, then we'll remember. I've also been scouting a good location for us to do our live, not a live podcast, but our podcast outside the studio. Hello. In a good little place. Our 10th tenth, our tenth anniversary. For our 10th anniversary. Very nice. Yeah. Exciting. Near Huddersfield. Okay. <laughs> well, there we go. Good. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why that ruined the end, but it felt like it did. <laughs> Fine. Uh, thank- Screw you. I'm good at, I'm good at doing endings. <laughs> thank you very much for listening to Ideas Above Our Station. We came to no real point at the end. Uh, but hey, that's what podcasts are all about. Especially ones that are eternal. Bye.